Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Welcome back, everybody. Wednesday, September 8th. John Aravosis here with Cliff Schechter. Well, hello there, John. Hello. So in principle, <coughs> I have a new and improved internet connection today. Uh, Verizon came out. Verizon. Uh, Comcast. Xfinity. Can I just ask, why would you rebrand yourself but keep the old name? I just can't keep straight what they are. I don't know why either. Right? It seems like I mean, you, when you rebrand, almost contained in that phrase is uh, a new brand is a new identity. I mean, that's what it a just brand is. It confuses the hell out of me. In any case, whatever they are, they came out. They did a lot of work. They brought they should a have gone little... with Enron. I don't well, think that's taken. Or, uh, or Air Tran. Or Philip Morris. <laughs> um, or, no, or but AIDS. no, but Sorry. check this out. So, and apparently, uh, Verizon FiOS has one too, but it doesn't work well. They're all coming out with new Apple-looking devices, like the iPhone kind of stuff. So, this one is like one of the old Apple computers. It's the new router, the new Wi-Fi router is square, like a square rectangle. It's square at the base, so to speak, but it goes straight up like a rectangle and then is sliced off at the top like the standard oil building in Chicago where it's sliced off at an angle. It's white or black. Very cool looking. And Which building unlike, is the standard oil building? Oh, it's really cool in Chicago. Google it. It's I tall. mean, you know, I've been to Chicago plenty oh, of times you know. and, and I've yeah. taken the little river tour and they point out the buildings. I, but for whatever reason, I don't remember that one. Oh, yeah. If you're on the main uh, Grant Park, which is where Buckingham Fountain is, and yep. you, you look north, Google it, and you'll see. You'll be like, oh, yeah, that's really interesting. I know. I must have seen it yeah, a million times. It's a very times. cool building. So it's a, they're trying to make them look like Apple devices, which is interesting. My friend with Verizon says they're doing the same. Verizon's doesn't really work well. This one, the guy said it's got better, uh, a better distance for the Wi-Fi. They weren't kidding. Now, it made our Wi-Fi extenders not work anymore, but we don't need them. The parts of the house where we couldn't get Wi-Fi, where literally it was like on and off, whatever – they're great now. Oh, and the dog's there. Um, Josh loves it. Oh, and I, I see the standard so oil building. I know it. Isn't it cool? Yeah. It's yeah, a neat I building. That. I, did, I guess for whatever reason, I don't remember ever being told that was its name. Yeah. Okay. Now, they may have changed the name. That's what it was growing up. Everything's name has changed. You know what I mean? Well, of course. I mean, you know, it's always the Sears Tower to me. Yeah. But, Does uh, standard oil guess... even exist anymore? I don't think so. so maybe that was Rockefeller. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's where the Rockefellers made their money. Yeah. I that don't think be Standard the, Oil. I don't know what Standard Oil became. It became one of the major yeah. oil companies. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you're right. I haven't heard of them anymore. Um, anyway, so today's show, which now we have great Wi-Fi, so who the hell knows? I may be here all day. Um, we're going to start talking about Trump and all the talk about him running again. Um, maybe, Cliff, that's an opportunity to bring up my friend Garrett Graff's observations last night about where things are heading Garrett's very worried about things going downhill really fast, which we all are. Um, we're going to chat about COVID, and then we're going to chat about the uh, California recall election because that's coming up in just a few days. I believe it's the – well, it's got to be next Tuesday. Is it which is actually, in a way – I mean, I don't know what you want to start with, but that's oh, related to me to things going downhill fast because yeah. uh, already you have known brainiac uh, Tommy Lauren, Tumay Lauren. On Fox saying that if Republicans don't win, clearly it was rigged. I mean, that's the thing yeah. that 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 the Democrats uh, that just gets me yeah. so angry about our side's lack of urgency. About I mean, I, again, yeah, you know, I, I try not to be critical, but but Merrick Garland has not stood in front of or had people from the DOJ stand in front of many microphones the way Barr used to do, and and Barr would do it, of course, fucking dishonestly, and you know, trying right. to sort of you know to change the narrative. 
well, how about going out there instead of just putting out statements and telling people what the fuck's going on? We're all wondering why more people haven't been prosecuted. We're all wondering, and I get there's parts of open yeah. cases he yeah. can't talk about, and that's fine. But how about him telling us that? There's open cases and we can't yeah. talk about it because we're – I'm just saying like you know uh, that, that we – I predicted this. I'm not some genius. It was very easy to predict. I think you did too. The minute that they all did the this is fraud and they got away and everybody yeah. just sort of dismissed it when they had all these yeah. stupid forensic audits and all this other bullshit, meant they were going to do this now every single election, yeah. every time. Well, let me tell you, I, it's funny. Then, then we will have this is perfect because this is the discussion I wanted to have about Trump running again. Garrett is warning, I think, about violence. So Garrett had written last night, Graf, who's a, a really interesting guy, great writer. He he did. He's been on at least I, twice. So you've you been on a couple listen, times. Been listening for a while. You've probably heard him before. He's he's got some new book out. I don't remember what it is, but his other really, I think, seminal book I'd say of his was or essay. It was an essay that then became a book. He wrote this amazing essay and book where he went and interviewed all of pretty much all of the players on September 11th, the political players. That's right. I kind of remember that. Yeah. yeah. And but literally talked to all of them about where they were, what was going on and was able to get the perspective of, you know, the media, uh, Bush and his people, Cheney and his people back at the White House and like TikTok minute by minute amazing the people who opened up to him you know democrat incredible because if that were me yeah. you know sitting at oh. a table across the table from dick cheney i'd be scared what i might do so <laughs> oh yeah i might, um, I might ask him to go i might ask him to go hunting with me yeah sorry go uh, no but very interesting so metaphorically we have to keep throwing That's that in with cliff metaphorically yes. oh, everything i say if there's even the hint of violence are always metaphors and jokes just metaphor. to be clear always <laughs> no i'm serious though like i, I don't believe yeah. in you know i i believe in making many many jokes that are inappropriate i don't believe yeah, in yeah, ever yeah. acting actually violence nope. as self-defense yep. is worthy violence and that's about it so right. well, actually first came okay so first came aaron blake who's a washington post reporter and aaron had tweeted last night and said Literally two minutes after announcing an Iowa rally, uh, Trump this is, that could mean, well, you know, meaning, you know, that there's always a chance Trump is going to announce he's going to run again in this Iowa rally he just scheduled. Trump sends out an email that says, uh, um, oh, yeah, Trump sends out an email, Fourth, 45th President Donald J. Trump to hold a rally, right, 9.30 p.m. last night. Two minutes later, Trump sends out an email with this, sorry, the dog is going to be going off today. We're still in Chicago. Trump sends off an email saying, we cannot trust mail-in ballots. And Aaron says, Trump sends a fundraising email wrongly suggesting 15 million mail ballots went missing in 2020. So now he's got a new conspiracy theory. Um, Blake I think that's so frustrating. I'll say quickly, just in two well, seconds. Wait, wait, let me, let me just finish one second. Let me just finish. Okay, he says, these were, these were unreturned ballots. The number was par for the course. So these were ballots that literally people received and never sent back. So they weren't missing and it wasn't a crime. The idiots just never mailed in their ballots. Now go ahead. Well, have I ever mentioned to you what a carnivorous beast my mom is? She loves steak and burgers, right? We grew up on them. I've never seen her so happy when I sent her Omaha steaks and burgers for Christmas one year. Holidays around the corner, finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter Stephanie in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon wrap filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code Stephanie, 
Stephanie, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. The keyword is Stephanie, omahasteaks.com. I was just going to say what's so frustrating about all this is like conspiracy theories used to be, you know, like there was actually something missing and people didn't know what the actual cause was or something weird happened or, you know, whatever, whatever. And so, of course, then these guys would fill it in with the craziest fucking reasoning as to what really happened. And of course, it was bullshit. But 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 we've gone a step further now to where they can just make anything up. Yeah. Like I can say today, like. I saw 50 redheads walk in and they all walked out. You know what I mean? Like I could pick any group, black, white, green, any, you know, and and say they did that. You're right. It would, the plane flew. I promise you if Trump tweeted this out and then Tucker Carlson got it, whatever, the plane flew through the the Bermuda Triangle and it never came out. It had 20,000 ballots on it. No, 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 but this isn't even right. No, no, no. Bermuda Triangle is what proves your point. Bermuda Triangle, lots of planes and boats have gone missing and they created a conspiracy theory around it. In this case, what the Republicans do is they say, did you know thousands of planes have disappeared taking right. off from O'Hare Airport over the years? Nobody knows why. Right. And and here's why. It's the Democrats. So they there is literally not even a harm that they're associating the theory around. Do you know who um William Wolfram is on Twitter? No. He's a funny, interesting guy. You know, he's got a good, decent following base. Um, lives in Brazil and rips uh, an old friend of ours who lives in Brazil a lot. <laughs> so I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Um and and but you know but you know he's where we are politically and, and, and the rest. In any case, he, he's also a, sort of a comedian. And so he sent out something the other day where he's like, "I miss the old days where conspiracy theories were just, hey, you see that lake over there? A monster lives in it." Yeah. <laughs> and my response was, "Yeah, I miss those too." Yeah. <laughs> Remember yeah. those days Locked when that ass. was, hey, yeah. I saw a guy wandering in the Pacific Northwest who had hair all over his body and looked like an ape, but was standing upright. It's the missing link. Those, yeah. are, those are the good old days. And he stole now all your ballots. Right, exactly. Now it's that woman that ran for president with the name Clinton has a pedophile ring in the basement of a pizza place that doesn't actually have a basement, and somebody shows up with an assault rifle. Like, so, it, we're, in any case. I mean, so, you know, I, it, I, I will just read my quick tweet I wrote last night because Gar- Garrett is worrying. He thinks the next couple of years are going to be extremely dangerous politically. He said, let me clarify, most of the nation's leaders in Washington, D.C. and national political reporters are wildly underestimating how dangerous these next two years might be politically. The system is blinking red, as one might say, and no one is answering the alarm. And what this reminds me of, and I'll read my tweet really quick, is what we had heading up uh, right after the election, well, going to the election and then after the election, remember? And I mean, um, when you and I kept talking about it looks like violence is going to happen, all the signs are here. Oh, yeah, but we didn't even know it would be the coup. What we yeah. knew was at that time is that it seemed almost inevitable that there was yeah. going to be an outbreak of real violence somewhere. Yes. And oh yeah, there was. Yeah. Well, and right. and we kept worrying about the electoral college and that these guys were going to go yeah. and try to whether they were going to get courts, whether they were going to get states to not certify the election, but they were going to try to go and steal the electoral college and then just steal it by having a vote in the Congress and. Oh my God! All the ex- all the experts just poo pooed. Remember? Oh, there's less than a one percent chance of that. And all of a sudden, then Trump who tries to. Who was the one who brought up recently after hmm. Texas was like who who brought up and was like, yeah, all the, it was it was somebody 
like a, a mainstream media member too, which is what was interesting mm -hmm. was like, well, I got to say all the folks that were dismissed as alarmists so far have been right about everything. Yeah. You know, because the same yeah. thing when we were like, they're going to get rid of Roe versus Wade. You watch, yeah. you know, like, oh, you're being alarmist. They're like, yeah. no, well, even if the Republican party doesn't really want them to, because they love having the issue. They've, they've been forced to put on the kinds yeah. of people that keep demagoguing on this issue who don't care what, yeah. what Mitch McConnell wants. And, you know, they put on religious nuts like Coney Barrett, you know, right. and they're going to, I mean, in any case. No, this yep, is, so this so, is another thing we were alarmist about and we were right. Yes. So what I had tweeted last night, and I want to use this as maybe a basis of a little bit of a conversation right now. I tweeted and said, we are treating things as business as usual. We, of course, as Garrett clarified too, he's like, not you and me, <laughs> not you listening out there, but like the powers that be in Washington. I start with Biden, but I would say Democrats in Congress, the, the DNC, right? Like the Democratic intelligence or political intelligentsia. We are treating things as business as usual. Just get the infrastructure bills. COVID and the economy right, and everything will be fine. And I said, meanwhile, the other yeah. guys who are well-armed, gullible, and crazy are plotting a coup. And what I worry about is Biden, of course, doesn't have a choice but to focus on those things I said, right? I mean, that's those are the three big crises. The problem is they could, and I mean, and I did a follow-up tweet that was even scary. I said, I've been saying for a while, you're less, I think, maybe scared about violence, maybe, than I am, maybe, yeah. slightly. I, I, I think back then I may have been, not, not anymore. Well, listen to um, my follow-up, because I'm trying yeah. to find ways of saying this in ways that are not going to get me banned on Twitter, <laughs> where I'm predicting and not suggesting. Right, that's the problem, um, right? Is like now you mention anything like that because of all the crazy people and you can get banned even if you're saying, well, I'm not advocating this shit. Well, I'm but actually, well, let me, let me, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but let me interrupt yeah, you on that right. a little bit because as far as advocating go, this is the problem. I did a TikTok video on this with Madison Cawthorn's comments, um, you know, a week ago where he was saying, I know you said this on the show before, so I know exactly what you're going to say. If they, it, if you believe what these people are telling you, then you would go commit acts of violence and, because and it's you worthy should. of that. Bingo. Right. If there's a coup d'etat, my example was always growing up because I was super anti-Soviet. I mean, I still am that, you know, they were doing all those crazy movies about the Soviets taking over America. And I remember George Will once writing an article back in the eighties about how you know, terrorism is always wrong. And blah, 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 blah. My guess is at the time he might have been writing it to be anti-Palestinian is my guess, right? Because why would he be defending terrorists, right? But um, but I thought about it and I remember in my head sort of coming up with a theory and I said, you know, but if the Soviets took over America, because I mean, in the 80s, it wasn't like that was going to happen, but you know, things were worse. Dude, Soviets, we, we, if the choice I mean, is dying or red dawning it, you, you kind of have to red well, dawn it, don't you? I, mean, I Well, listen to what I said. I mean, I think I there was nowhere to write this or else it would have been online. But I said, you know, if the Soviets you know, take red dawn or what are these crazy shows that was goofy, but nonetheless, Soviets take over somehow. Right. And we're living in an occupied state, just like Eastern Europe was living in an occupied state. And I said, you know, I would I would absolutely be bombing grocery stores where the Soviet officers and their families go, not where the Americans go, but where the Soviets and their first of all, I would I'd go after the soft underbelly. Fuck sticking with military targets. Are you kidding me? Like, I'd go after their families if they literally occupied our country and put us under a dictatorship. And what worries me is and with the Soviets, I could say that what worries me is I said that um. I've been saying for a while that there could be, this is my tweet, there could be nationwide violence on an unimaginable scale. Not only do we have Trump's brown shirts to worry about, which Cliff has talked about before, but I can't imagine the rest of the country sitting back and peacefully accepting a GOP coup. Ugly doesn't begin to describe it. And that's what really scares me is, is everything 
if they do what they're trying to do, I don't know how we survive as a country. Because and this you is the can't reason why can let me, it happen. Right. And this is the reason yeah. why to me, you know, I'm I'm you know, I'm past the point of, of no return when it comes to mansion and cinema mm-hmm. and why I don't the lack yeah. of urgency with putting them yeah. in a room and again, metaphorically beating the snot out of them, which is more like yeah. letting them know that their careers are over and everything else that powerful Democrats can do. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you know, maybe they won't care. They're you know, Manchin's already rich as hell, comes from a political family. We all know his daughter made a freaking gazillion dollars off of jacking up the price of EpiPen. Like it ain't like they're hurting right. for money. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? So maybe right. you won't care and he'll walk away, you know, whatever. <laughs> and cinema could probably become a lobbyist easily now, except for she's such a weirdo, but still probably could. Right. So maybe you know, maybe they're, they're, they they won't care. But the point is, is you have to try because if you don't get the measures into place now to stop what is going on, Texas, of course, just followed Georgia in passing their restrictive voting bill, even after the 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 heroic efforts of Democrats mm-hmm. to run out of the state and not get right. allow them to have a quorum. Eventually, it was going to happen, and it did. Right. Right. And you know, they're going to basically make us an illiberal democracy. We're sure everybody goes out and votes on on election day. But if you're in states like Texas and Georgia, whatever, you'll have zero idea whether your vote will actually count, right. even less so than now. And you pretty much can guess that if you're from certain communities, it won't <clears throat> in ways that they can manipulate it so that their people always win. To hear the rest of this episode, become a premium subscriber to the Unprecedented Podcast by going to patreon.com slash unprecedentedpodcast. And with a $5 a month or more subscription, you not only support the show, but you get access to this episode and all of our premium episodes, including all of our great guests. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate your support.